welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Where are you? We got some work to do now. Everybody and welcome to episode 180 degrees. I am Evan Dickens here with my co-host in crime, Mr. Brian Galloway. Brian, is this episode 180 or 180 degrees? What yeah, what's going on here? 180 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Is that what we're gonna, we're going to play a game of that today? But no, <laughs> it, it, 180. That's pretty wild. And uh, it, you know, wait till you get one to 1,180. Then we'll be then it'll be something because wow. I look at some of these other podcasts and they're saying like podcast number 2,200. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're we're not even close there. But but we're making our headway, so we're on our way, and this yeah. is cool. And I'm really excited about tonight's episode because it's going to be a more of a fun. It's a fun. We haven't done anything really fun in a while. Not that we don't always do fun things, but yeah, yeah. this this will be more of a fun, lighthearted one, and I I'm looking forward to it. Right. So the premise behind this, and you actually brought this up. So Spoonies, again, I plug this at the end of every single one of our episodes. But if you're not in the Facebook group. Go to the Facebook group, A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation, because Brian posted a, a topic in there about IP, which is intellectual property. And, and we know that, you know, IP, intellectual property belongs to all different, you know, brands and companies and all kinds of stuff. Every company has their own property or brand, whatever you want to call it. So the question we're posing here is what would be good IP for Disney to buy up that's out there that's existing, right, Brian? Oh, it is. And I just want to, I do want to preface one thing. This came from a discussion I was having with Heather Arceo. And, um, and so, you know, she, she and I were chatting about it and we were, so this is a very cool thing and I'm really looking forward to it. And this is, let's just open up the floodgates and start. Cause I'm looking forward. This is this, I'm all excited about this. I have a big one that I'm going to save. Go ahead. Okay. I'm I do too. I have a big one. I have a big one to save too, but uh, want me to start? I'll start. Yeah, you start. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's here's a good one. Now this this is a good one, and it, this is one that I, I right now is becoming super popular, especially with the last movie that came out that that won awards and 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 just kind of blew everything up. So I'm gonna say Godzilla and the and the giant <laughs> monsters. Now you, people say like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. But um, especially in Tokyo Disneyland, I got like if we could if we could do it over there, but. Godzilla is blowing up that um, the the recent Godzilla movie that just came out um, a couple months ago. It, it was amazing. It was if you haven't seen it, it's not your typical Godzilla movie, but it it, it was terrific and it won awards and it it could be possibly the best Godzilla movie ever made. And but that but he, what what I have noticed from there again, there's there's fan like if you guys like Godzilla, go to the fa- go to Facebook and look at the groups. There's groups all over the place. I did not realize that how many people there were fan, fans of Godzilla. Amazing. There's, you know, millions and millions and millions of, of Godzilla fans. So if we had a Godzilla park, maybe you could get, and, and you could just get a bunch of broken down buildings um, and, and then, you know, experience what it looks like after Godzilla goes to the town. Um, you could have some crazy, crazy animatronics and experiences by doing that, and again, it, it couldn't be that difficult. I mean, the animatronics would be a little bit difficult and expensive to do, but you could just get some rubbled up. You could find you could buy an old 
like Walmart that's closed, smash it up, <laughs> use it as a, cr- a town that Godzilla just crushed, and then have the other monsters too, like Mothra and Rodan and maybe even King Kong. But I think King Kong is Universal's got the the rights to that. But um, so I I just think that would be so cool. And again, it's a very popular culture, and and also. Godzilla is really popular with the souvenirs and stuff too. There's a big souvenir market. So again, you know, Disney always wants to make money. I really think having a Godzilla land would be pretty cool, but that's just, this is the first one of, of a bunch, but this one here is something that I, you know, I would think about if I was an Imagineer trying to think about something because it is popular and it's way more popular than I ever realized. What do you think, Evan? Uh, you know, I, I like the idea. I was thinking as you were talking, this is an interesting thought. This is maybe a, it's not enough for an episode, but do you think there's like a a prop graveyard somewhere? Which we know there's stuff like this, right? There's prop warehouses all over the world. You know, when you're thinking about say Disney bought Godzilla, what if there was like an imaginary graveyard or something like that where they want to buy a rubbled city that's like, hey, no need to spend all the money building all of this stuff. Just Go pick it up from. Oh, there has to be. There has know, to be. Uh, West Nevada or something yeah. in the desert, and we have it ready for you. Just come pick it up. You know, Old airplanes. No, there yeah. are. Yeah, there are. Yeah, old sure. airplanes, yeah. old trains. Oh, yeah, you could find these things. Um, right. Yeah, and I I think that would be cool. I mean, again, this is, this is one of a lot that we're going to talk about, but um, I think it's something to think about because Godzilla is extremely popular. Now, again, it's not just Godzilla. It's Godzilla, Mothra, all those, all those, you know, Ghidorah. Big monsters, um, yeah. You know, any of those, any of those monsters that would be just great um, in in this kind of Meg- setting, Megalodon, and I think would be great. You know, all that stuff. All that. Yeah, stuff. I don't. I don't see any place in the in the Disney parks for that though. I would see it be a profitable movie or TV or television venture for sure. Um, but I, I wouldn't see it to me. I'm not saying it wouldn't do well in a park, but it would not fit a Disney park theme, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, the, well, yeah, I think it, I mean, you're not, you're not going to have them where, um, well, again, Hey, there was a movie called Godzilla, Godzilla versus Bambi. So there was, there always was a little mix there. You have, you have, it, it does exist. You can look it up. Um, funny. that would be, you know, well, again, the, the movie Godzilla minus one, I, I'm telling you is, was amazing, but I think, there's, you could probably, again, it would have to be, you know, hey, did we ever think Star Wars had anything to do with Disney, right? I mean, I, so this is interesting. Um, it's not, it's a stretch, but it's not a bad stretch. But again, I, I agree. It would have, we have to figure it out. There would have to be some way to make it more Disney-fied. So, and I'll borrow that from another podcast, but I'll just, it'll have to be Disney-fied. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Good idea. I'm going to go next. Uh, this one, Brian, is one that I think, could, and, and I have several on here that are kids related. Uh, <coughs> my first one, though, could be one that could possibly bring revenue very quickly for the Walt Disney Company, and that is Peppa Pig. Uh, there is Peppa Pig World in the Lakeland, Florida area. Now, from what I saw in videos when it opened, it is done very, very well. It has very it's done, extre- done extremely well, and it's got great. It's got very good reviews. Good reviews, but I don't see a lot of marketing for it. Which you know, with me living in the area, there's not that Disney or Universal need billboards, but there are billboards everywhere. Whether it be the um, 
the digital billboards or or you know stationary billboards all over the place. But I see not, and I even see Legoland billboards. So that, that's a whole other possible one that I didn't even think about to put on my list because there is a Lego store at Disney Springs, but Legoland may be a another option. But anyways, Peppa Pig World doesn't have a lot of marketing. So I don't know how well it's doing versus how well if someone like a Disney purchased the rights. Oh, so you're saying Disney comes in and just buys Peppa Pig World and then Disney fies it and makes it like the fifth gate. Well, oh, that could be cool. See, that's what I'm, I mean, I guess that's my angle in a lot of this topic is what IP could Disney take over? Because most of these are owned by someone else, right? I mean, so you would just have to buy it. Um, and Disney is a huge company, right? With Comcast and all its subsidiaries and all that kind of stuff. So what could Disney swoop in and buy? That's my angle from my, my list here. And the first one being Peppa Pig world. And I think if they upped the marketing and took it over and really spread it, I wouldn't think based on what I've seen, there may not be much you have to do to Peppa Pig world, except just market it better. And then you could be a positive revenue growth for that. So, so. It, it would be just, yeah, it would be a purchase. It's like, it's like, like with Godzilla, you'd have to spend some money and build the animatronics right. and, and yep. find, you know, find the land to do it. And, yep. and here you already have it. Yep. You know, we could, we could take the current bus system and have a, you know, all the hotels can go out to that. You know, it's not that far of a ride. So it's, they could it all, is. yeah, it is. Is, it, is it a far ride? Oh, it's yeah, an hour. It's between Tampa and Orlando. So it's in Lakeland. It, it's, it's a distance. It would not be a part of the Walt Disney world theme parks it would have to be branded as peppa pig world still but owned by disney i don't like i said i don't think you would change oh, maybe they, they couldn't and they couldn't get the skyliner to go across there maybe <laughs> could you imagine that would be so cool um but yeah they could do like the bright line train but do one from peppa yeah. pig world to walt disney world but yeah you would it would be totally separate because of the distance factor but you would still keep it like i said this the same name all that kind of stuff but then you would you would just take over that and maybe that would give you some revenue growth. I, that would be pretty cool. I think that, I mean, I didn't even think about that because I knew it existed, but, and I knew it, you know, it's, it's got a good rep and from what I hear, it's, it's clean. The food's nice. The it's well-designed, but again, you, you, like you say, it's not, doesn't have, you, you don't see commercials for it. You don't see, you know, you, on the Super Bowl, you didn't see anything. Nobody talking about it. Um, well, so this is interesting. So I just I just did a quick Google because I was thinking, uh, wait a minute, who does own Peppa Pig? So in 2019, for $3.8 billion, Hasbro International bought Peppa Pig. So the toy company Hasbro owns them. So they so could easily buy this. Yeah, they could easily, easily, buy easily buy that. So I don't know. I think there's an opportunity there. So that was first on my list. That's a good one. So I'm going to – this is a very interesting one. And this one might be another stretch, but – um, so no one has really ventured into Star Trek now. And now again, yeah, people are going to say like, Whoa, hold on. You're going to go from Star Wars to Star Trek. That's, that's competition. Well, it is, and it is in a way and it isn't not in a way. And, um, it's just two different entities and they're both cool. And, you know, I, again, I'm a, I'm a big, big, big Star Wars nerd, but I do like Star Trek. I'm not going to tell you I don't. And I, and I have watched all the different things. So I do like, again, Star, Star Wars is always going to be number one to me. But Star Trek is, is not bad. And I do like it a lot. And it's got a big, big, big following. So I thought about this, too. And I, you could, like, if you, fig, if you you could actually build, like, a, a land almost like 
Tomorrowland or something. Just, you know, take one of the, make a very futuristic city, have the rides, have the characters. You could have meet and greets with all the different captains. Um, you know, there's a lot of creatures. A lot of their stuff is not elaborate. So they don't have a lot of elaborate creatures and elaborate things like that. Um, you could have tribbles all over the place. You could have rides. And I thought you could have like a a red-shirted, uh, red-shirted crew member shooting gallery or something like that. You could have some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought a Wrath of Khan restaurant. I, I thought about this a lot. I was like, well, you could really... There, and it, it wouldn't be a, a, a big undertaking as far as doing anything crazy. You wouldn't have to do something like, like, um, like Galaxy's Edge because Galaxy's Edge required, you know, a, a, a different landscape. But a lot of the Star Trek stuff is in just more futuristic societies. It looks a lot like Future World in a lot of ways. So I think you could yeah. do that, Tomorrowland. I think you could do that, and um, I think it would be really cool. So I. I know there's a big following. I know that um, people will come to that. And I also know there's a, there's endless possibilities for an Imagineer to go in and think of rides and meet and greets and experiences um, that you can have with the Star Trek characters. And, you know, obviously you have the Enterprise, which is one of the most famous, you know, as, as famous as the Millennium Falcon is, the, the Enterprise is right there, right? I mean, they're two of the famous spaceships of all time. Um, you could make, you could make this work. Um, you could have Vulcans walking around. You could have, you know, it, it could, instead of, um, you know, with Mickey ears, you can have people wearing Spock ears. I, I think that would be like, you could have a lot of fun doing this and it wouldn't be as expensive as some of these other thoughts that I have as we, we go through. So again, you have a fan base, you get a, you get a different fan base in there and you could do it with, you know, reasonable, I mean, it's going to be expensive. You know, I would think all these things are expensive because I'm not going in trying to buy existing things. But this is an area where people have not ventured into Star Star Trek, which, again, like we, it's got a big fan base. I've been to a Star Trek convention, um, believe it or not. I, I went one time. I went to a Lost in Space and Star Trek convention, but I more went for Lost in Space. I couldn't believe how many people were there. It was, it was humongous. So you never know. That's my thought. What do you think? I think that's an excellent idea. I think that Star Trek is a huge, I mean, I mean, just a massive expanse, massive universe. Um, it would be, here's my only negative, and it's not a negative more as an opportunity. You know, when you think of something, and I don't know what the exact business term of this would be, but you look at the usability or the feasibility of taking on a brand or a product, right? Say I'm going to purchase this venture. And I want to start marketing it, right? How difficult is that going to be? And I think that what's unlike Star Wars, where there's like, okay, there's essentially six or three original movies, then it became six. Now there's nine movies. So essentially, if you are totally blind to, to Star Wars, if you watch these nine movies, you know, you could get the gist of what Star Wars is about outside of all the offshoots like Bad Batch and Mando. And all yeah. That kind of, right. Now, if I want to get into Star Trek, which I'm I'm not a, a Trekkie, I've not seen, but maybe just a little bit of Star Trek. There are twelve television series of Star Trek. I mean, series, right? So how you would have to, I think, to market it well, 
you'd have to tell the average Disney fan who I do, I don't think I don't think the average Disney fan is even that into Star Wars. So you have to kind of market Star Trek to the average Disney fan. And how would you do it to make it appealing enough to have a land based in it? Get what I'm saying? Oh, yes. And again, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's probably, I don't even know how many Star, Star Wars, Star Trek movies there are. There's a ton of Star Trek movies too, yeah. besides the TV shows. Um, right. Yeah, right. it would be different. But I, I also think that It would that be a great are, idea though. I mean, it would be worth- yeah. It would be worth playing with and doing some really yeah, cool stuff. Try to see if you could do it because no one's ventured there yet. No one's ventured into Star Trek. They did because it's it's a untapped resource. And you know, recently they've put out two newer versions of Star Trek, and they're very very well received. Mm-hmm. So sci-fi is the way to go right now. So um, you know, again, Halo is blowing up too. But I don't know if Halo is. I think Halo is a little bit too dark. But I yeah. thought Star Trek might be good. And it's had its heyday, Halo, to me. It was more when I was younger. I mean, that was when it's most popular. I but think that show, that TV show, that hate, that Halo TV show series right now. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what the difference is. There, there's something mental about Star Trek versus Star Wars. I don't know if Star Trek has always just had that, which, which, hey, I'm, I'm not saying this in a bad way because I'm, I'm a nerd, but it's always had that nerd connotation where Star Wars has had it a little bit, but it's been more widely accepted as a culture, like a pop culture thing than Star Trek. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, so, hear, I, hear you. I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I think if you did it right, it would be so cool and would open up to a ton of possibilities. Um, okay. My next one is a little bit small. It's, it's huge in the kids world, but I mean small as in, as in Disney already has a little bit of this and that would be bluey. Yeah, so Bluey is is interesting. Bluey is owned is the wrong word. Bluey is produced, commissioned, whatever you want to call it, by the Australian Broadcasting Corporation and the British Broadcasting Corporation, working together with Ludo Studio. So that is where it is produced and created. But in June of 2019. They had they gave the international broadcasting rights to the Walt Disney Company, so Disney Plus and Disney Junior can broadcast Bluey, but they can't create Bluey episodes. So I think if Disney just went ahead and bought that the rest of the way, it would be a huge win. Oh my gosh, Brian! A, as as popular as Bluey is with kids, could you imagine somehow incorporating a Bluey section of a of a park? Oh, it, it would, would be big. It would, it would be it gigantic. Would blow up. So I don't, I don't know. You know, I would think, I, you know, I would almost say that if I, it would never go to Universal, but Bluey would fit well in a Universal park too, like a Grinch or a Trolls or a. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they could do that, but see, see, here's the one thing that I, that's you know, and again, you have Ezra, so you you notice these things probably more than I used to be able to notice these things, but there's no real part of Walt Disney World that's totally you know okay Toonland was supposed to be or or, or that was supposed to be that but there's no real totally kiddie area of 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 the parks right so if we had a bluey area the, the 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 cool thing about it is one it would draw the parents with younger children two it would actually spread the crowd a little bit away from other things and with a little separation and and that would it would again believe me it'll be popular and again, it'd be popular for a while 
those kids mm-hmm. were in that age group. And then when they get older, the next the next age you know group of, of the, the you know the kids that age come through. You know it'll be consistently utilized. It's not going to be utilized as they get older. I doubt. I doubt kids would want to go go to that area then. But that's okay because they're separating that. They're separating a little of the crowd, and they're allowing you know the crowd to be separate. I, I like that. Well, I just, like that. We need to do more of that. Yeah, just like kids don't want to get on rock and roller coaster or no. guardians. I mean, like little kids, you know. And no. And you think about it. I mean, they're you know <laughs> that's a untapped population. That gosh, the only area in all of Walt Disney World that is dedicated to Disney Junior is the Disney Junior Dance Party and being able to meet Vampirina, Doc McStuffins. and fancy nancy right out in front of there that's it i mean you could do massive stuff rides uh and if you add bluey to that you could almost make a fifth park with disney jr with all of those brands of vampirina bluey fancy nancy doc mcstuffins um there's a lot that bring back bring back bear in a blue house i mean that was exactly that was they used to that was the original thing they had in that area that in that in that you know in that dance along sing, sing along dance that was like the coolest thing um, and you know, you know, that, that phased out and they brought in something new. They, they've had like four or five different things in there through the years and I bring them all back, bring them all back. And then, and, and you could have, you could, you could have a whole, you know, like a whole nother park with that. Yeah, you're right. That, that, I think that would be a cool fifth gate. It would be, it would be more of a younger kid fifth gate, but I think parents, but would there's like money that. there. Yeah. I mean, Oh, there's totally money. You know, you're, you're not going to go, you know, at a certain age, you're going to move on, but believe me, there's. Kids are being born all the time, so it's gonna. There'll be enough kids to, to take care of it. Well, I mean, could you imagine a park that essentially you could take a like you know you can take a lot of you can take your uh, an infant on a lot of rides at yeah. Magic Kingdom, right? Could you imagine a full park, a full fifth gate, where you could essentially take a child from birth up to whatever on any ride in the whole park? That would be a huge win. It does, yeah, it doesn't really uh, exist. It's, right never, now. it's never the question of, oh, what's the height restriction? Can I take this person? And am I safe to ride it when I'm pregnant? Am I, you know, all of those questions would go out the window if you did mostly dark rides and slow moving and, you know, Dumbo type, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, it would be a huge win. So that, I don't know. If you bought Bluey, you could totally have enough because you could make a large section Bluey, how popular it is, um, all that stuff. So I think that it's a good idea. Very good idea. And again, it, it it won't involve as much of an investment as some of these other ideas. Um, there's part of it. It's already in, there's an investment already there. Um, maybe share the wealth with who, you know, who has it, who has a lot of the rights now. It could be, it could be pretty cool. You could make that work. Yeah. Good choice. Yep. Very good choice. Okay. My next one is going to be a little controversial. And this one is one that is probably the opposite of what you just did. And this is one that um, I know is very popular. It's got a big, big fan following um it is one of the longest running longest running animations on tv for many you know for, for this has been on for, i mean more than the life of my kids have this has this been on and it's still strong and it's still getting good ratings but this would again it's going to be controversial um it's going to be south park and now you might say, yeah, I don't know if Disney wants to get into South Park, but maybe Disney wants to change their image a little bit and say, hey, we're not that stuffy. Let's do something fun. Let's do South Park. And it would be, you know, again, it, it would, we'd have to make sure it wasn't over the line South Park. I mean, South Park is, there are times where South Park goes way over the line, but I would say, 
just a standard South Park with the town and the main characters and and a, and chef having chef having a restaurant and um I just think that it's so popular that it would be really cool. People wanted something like that. They've, you know, at Christmas time, you could have Mr. Hanky, you could have all these cool things. I would think it would be the South Park. There's enough characters there that we could have meet and greets and make it. You don't have to make it over the line. You don't, you could actually make it fairly, um, you know, fairly, you know, people friendly or Disney friendly. You could do that. There are, there are enough episodes that are not crazy like that, that you could actually focus on those and those characters and make it a lot of fun. You know, great, great characters, great series. You know, there's, you got to think, you know, over 20 something years at 20, 30 episodes a year, there's enough to, to choose from. And I think that would be cool. Now, again, it would be a different one and you guarantee there'll be some backlash, but if they did it right and they, they mellowed it out, maybe they could make it work. Oh, well, I don't think that would ever happen, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun to talk about. And I think that if even this, like this next one I'll have on my list, well, it's, it's not fair to say, but anyways, just because they own something or, or buy the rice or something doesn't mean they have to put it in the park. You know, I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of that would be a huge revenue producer for them, right? If they, oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. they purchased the rights to South Park and then started creating episodes, um, that would be a good thing to purchase. But, you know, if you open, like you're saying, if you, if you cherry picked kind of the ones that w- weren't as risque to feature in the park, that you're still opening up the can of South Park to guests. So they would, I'm sure not want to do that, but it is still interesting to think about. And it would be a good franchise to own because again, you have to ask yourself, uh, what is, what is going to, is there money there? Is what's going to bring money for the Disney company? And I think it would. Well, I, I could tell you, uh, you know, and it's, I just watched recently. And again, I don't watch it as religiously as I used to, but I just watched a couple episodes recently. And I was, I was falling over laughing. And it, it, it is, I love the fact, one thing about South Park is I love the fact is there's no holes barred. They make fun of everybody and anybody. So there's no, no one can ever say that, hey, they're picking on somebody. They pick on everybody. They pick on themselves, right? And I think that's cool about that. But they just some, they do tend to go overboard sometimes. And there are there are some episodes where I look at them like, oh, really? Did you have to go that far? Yeah. But then there's other episodes that are just hilarious. And again, I, I'm when my kids are at a certain age, I let them watch. Again, I, I always handpick them. There's only certain things they could watch. But there were some that were fine. They were just fine. They're just about kids going to school and things like that. So they weren't that bad. Then they just have. Then they have the crazy ones. But I, I still think it would. It would be hilarious to have a park like that, or even just. You know, I'm not going to say just a ride because a ride wouldn't do justice. But a, the character meet and greets. You know, there would be a long line to go meet Kenny and 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 Chef and all that. I, I just think that would be so cool. But yeah, you're right. It it, it would be. This would be a tough one for a lot of people to swallow. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Um, okay, so my next one, finally, before I, after this one, I go back to another kids one. I'm taking a break from the kids wave. Um, the Twilight Zone. So uh, Disney, you know, obviously with the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, there is a little dabbling in that. But CBS still owns Twilight Zone. 
And Disney licensed the rights to use Twilight Zone and its IP, but it's from CBS. So they do not have the right to create new Twilight Zone, you know, episodes, that kind of stuff. But I think there would be a world of, it's almost like, Brian, I was thinking more of like a what if for Marvel, but Disney. You could use Twilight Zone because you could do some really oh. funky, weird stuff with Twilight Zone with current Disney like oh, princesses yeah. or oh, yeah. movies or like uh, all kind of weird stuff. You could intertwine Star Wars into that. Um, there, there could just be some really cool stuff. I think um, you could, you know, Sci-Fi Dine-In is really is, is popular because it's still hard to get a reservation for. I would see that. One day it may end up losing some of its popularity, but you could rebrand that the Twilight Zone Sci-Fi Diner and do all kind of cool stuff with. It. I mean, I think that there would be money there. They may think of it, oh, Twilight Zone is a is a dying brand, but I mean, look how popular Tower of Terror still is. Oh, no, and you know something, Twilight Zone is is kind of ageless because if you watch it, there's still there's a lot of suspense in there. It's not, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, again, it was it was filmed years ago, but a lot of it's all the thought behind it and what's going on as opposed to, you know, the period of time. Sure. And I think you like, sometimes I get creeped out. I watch a couple of them. Oh yeah. Wow. It's still, they're still good guys. You know, if you, if you have a chance to look at twilight zone every once in a while, turn it on because some of them, and, and hey, hey, again, if, even if, if they had a star Trek one and they had a twilight zone, cause I know William Shatner is in one, you could have, yeah. you could figure out a way to make the character appear in both of them. Um, but no, that I think, that Twilight Zone is great. I, I'm a big fan of Twilight Zone. I, I love to go watch. Yeah, there's certain ones. There's certain ones I don't watch because I, they creep me out. I just yeah, make me yeah. think about weird things, and I get I, I don't want to watch that again. That I right. get bad dreams tonight. So that's that. But it is a, it's a great, great, great IP. So I don't know. I think that would be good, and Disney could definitely use it for a ton of really cool stuff. So yeah, okay. Well, my next one um, is another interesting one, but I think it's a little bit more. PC and it's a little bit more fun and it's a little bit more, but there's one, there's one problem with it, but I think we can get past that. So another big thing, you know, I know my childhood and my kid's childhood, we, um, we were all big fans of Fat Albert and the Cosby kids and, and, you know, living in the junkyard and all that, that whole, that whole scene, the gang, the Fat Albert gang. And and it's always, you know, it always had good messages. Each episode, had a message, you know, one episode was, about, you know, don't lie. One episode is like, respect your parents. They always had a message in every episode, which was always cool. And that's another one. It's great, great characters. It's a lot of fun. You could have like, you know, a junkyard playground. You could have a, a, a um, they can have their, a, a cool band. You can have a ride like the, you know, the, the Buck Buck, you know, that the game Buck Buck. I don't know if you, if you played that as a kid. Um, did you play Buck Buck? You, you, Buck no. Buck is like, they all, sometimes they call it Johnny and the Pony. It's basically, um, so like one, one group of kids line up <clears throat> line up and they, <clears throat> they, they kind of like form like a, like almost like a, a horse. They kind of like grab each other and, and, and keep, you know, try to, they're almost like forming like a mountain of the other. And then the other team, their job is to run as fast as they can, jump in the air, and jump on top of these people on the kids' backs, so you could eventually try to knock them over. That's called Buck Buck. Huh. And and one of the fa- one of the famous episodes of Fat Albert is when when you know they they were the 
their kids were the buck buck champions of the world because they would always, you know, they would all get that. And then all of a sudden Fat Albert would come and, and he'd always knock them over. So that was, that was always, that was one of the biggest things. So that was always a fun thing. So they could have a ride like that. Um, you could have a deli that's like big giant pastrami sandwiches. Um, I think you yeah. could actually have a lot of fun. The only drawback is, okay, it's, 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 it was created by Bill Cosby, who is not a very well-liked person right now. Um, so that would be, can we separate that? I don't know. But I think Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, I think, you know, the, the cartoon itself was very well done. Um, and it, it was it was just, done, it was done well. And it always had a message. Just like Sesame Street or any of those things. Every episode had a good message to the kids. And I never had a problem showing them to my kids. Except for when they, you know, they used to say to me, hey, Dad, can we go play in the junkyard? And I'm like, no, it's not really like that. Um, there's not only, it's not filled with all cool things to find. It's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but um, it, I never had a problem showing my kids that because it was, it was, you know, very, very well, well done um, TV. So, but again, my, the problem is, hey, you got to deal with the Bill Cosby backlash. And I think that would be a problem. Yeah, that would be a problem. But I think you could rebrand it in a way and in, in only a way that Disney can, you know what I mean? So I think it would be a good idea. It's a small sliver, but I think, you know, it, it has its place. And I think it could be, if done correctly, it could be, it could be done well, you know? So good one. Good one there. All right. So my next one's a big one, in my opinion, back to the kids stuff. Uh, this is Sesame street. So, you know, Sesame street is owned by Sesame workshop, which is a, educational organization um sesame street's net worth is around 32 to 44 million but the current earnings are between 8 to 14 million a year and they have 22 million subscribers on youtube so there's definitely a lot of popularity when it comes to sesame street yes disney has the muppets but i don't think that that would necessarily have to you know fight against each other Again, if there was this idea of this fifth gate where you buy Bluey and you have all the Disney Junior, I think a Sesame Street area would be huge. Now, a problem with this is that, you know, the the owners of SeaWorld, Bush Gardens have definitely purchased some sort of rights to that because Bush Gardens has a Sesame Street land or area. Um, Ezra absolutely loves it. Kids love Sesame Street. He loves Elmo. Um all the characters, you would have to somehow work out how just how Universal still has Marvel stuff, but Disney owns it. You'd have to do some kind of plan there to where the other parks could still have sections or either make them shut it down or whatever the case may be. But I still think it would be worthy of an investment for Disney to take over Sesame Street. Uh, I think it's too good not to. It just seems like it should be Disney anyways. But, you know, I don't know. Well, it does. Uh, it, it, um so you know, I don't know if you knew this. In, in we have a we have a we have an amusement park called Sesame Place. It's uh, in Pennsylvania, but it's real close to it's really close to where we are. It's been there for a, it's been there for a long time, and it's actually do, it does very very well. It's in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Um, it, it's 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 a it's it's all all Sesame Street. Um, there's ride. There's some there's some decent rides. Um, it's a cool place. It's very, it's more for the younger kids, but they've actually through the years, they've made, they put some stuff in there to make it a little bit more fun. Um, really cool place. It, it opened up in 1980. So it's been, it's been around for a long time. So we'd have to figure out a way that, you know, obviously this, I think, tell you the truth, 
for them to be associated with Disney, I think it would be even cooler because they, they'd actually gain some popularity. So, the, you know, some people always say, hey, there's nothing on the, you know, nothing in the north. Hey, there'd be a Disney park. It would be, you know, Sesame Place would be, a, you know, basically yeah. a Disney park at that point, too. Right. They could just buy it. Like I was talking about Peppa Pig World. They could even grow it into some other stuff or feature some. Oh, you know that they the, need. I could tell you right now, they would benefit by having some Imagineers come and, come and spruce some of that stuff up. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. That's a huge kids thing, you know, kind of like Muppets. But Sesame Street, man, has been around since I was a kid, for sure. It's been around a long time. And it's been fairly successful all the years. You don't see a lot of brands that are not attached to something big like a Disney or a another brand that just stay like Sesame Street has stayed. So, yeah. and it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed much. Now, right? Are the characters exactly the same as they were originally? No, they're not. But there's, but it's the the, the main core is still there. You know, yeah. there's there's yeah, you know there's. There's Ernie and Bert and there's Big Bird and there's Elmo and that, like they're all there. There's yep. other characters yep. too now. There's tons of other new ones there. Mm-hmm. You know, Snuffleupagus. They're still there, right? And and yep. Yep. there's no you know, there's no no getting by without them and I love that. I mean, that's a cool thing and it's good because again, it's safe. You 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 don't have to worry about your kids, you know, learning bad things from it or anything like that. You you know, as a parent, you you, you never have to worry about Sesame Street. Yep. Um, so I don't know. That's a that was one on my list that I thought it was good to talk about. That's a great one. That's a great one, and and it it wouldn't hurt them to do that. And and again, another another big thing for marketing and and souvenirs and stuff. Because you imagine that would blow up because oh my, you gosh. know people love you know think remember tickle me Elmo. I mean, there's there's kids love Sesame Street things. They really do. Yep, absolutely. Okay, that's a great one. So my next one. Is 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 one of my ones that I think it, it could really work because, but the only up the only issue is it's going to be a little outdated. But I am going to say having a Sid and Marty Croft world would be amazing. And I and I you know again, so people, some people might say Sid and Marty Croft. Are you guys you know you're you're outdating yourself? Okay. But you're talk about shows that have kind of lived on and on and on, like Sigmund and the Sea Monsters and H.R. Puff and stuff and the Bugaloos and and um, Land of the Lost and Witchy Poo and Far Out Space Nuts, all these things that were so popular for so many years um, that are you know popular on TV, popular on morning TV, have all had a rebirth. And, and a lot of, you know, these channels that replay them are people are watching them again. Cause again, we, you know, you don't have as, you don't have as much young content for the young kids as, as, as you used to. Um, they they had a big rebirth and, you know, obviously, you know, example, land of the lost, but sit up Marty Croft, big, 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 I, I, um, there's a convention coming up soon in, in Philadelphia and it's like sold out already. Um, because they're doing Sid and Marty Croft is making a big comeback. So you could, you could get that IP put together a land. You have tons of characters. You have tons of opportunities for rides. You have tons of opportunities for restaurants, um, even hotels based on some of these things. You could do something. Um, I think, you know, it, it'll open up. If I was an Imagineer, you're opening, you're basically opening up a canvas for them to, to go back and cause you have so much to pick from to create something really cool. Um, and, and you have, you give them tons of, op- tons of opportunities. So I think that would be really cool. Again, would it date itself a little bit? Yes, but 
I also am seeing a younger generation starting to really get into, which is, it just amazes me. I recently heard, I heard some kids talking about HR Puffer stuff and I was like, what? And, and um, so it's, they're making cutbacks and, and I love that things are cyclical like this. So it could be cool, but I, I have to tell you, if I was an Imagineer, I would love that opportunity to, to do something like this because you could do something cool. But um, I know there is that one dated factor there. You ready to fall out of your chair? Go ahead. I've never heard of Sid and Marty Croft. Get never out heard of, of it. I never heard of any. I'm on their. I'm on their. I'm looking at their website, and I've never heard of any of this stuff. I look Sigma like the on, Sea Monsters, HR Puffin stuff. None of those. Never, huh? never heard of that at all. I've landed the lost. The 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 title looks familiar, like the the movie picture or whatever t- TV picture. Uh, title screen looks familiar. But all of it, I've never ever heard of it. It looks okay, like I'm Spoonies. At- I gotta Spoonies. We gotta we gotta uh, we gotta find out if if am I really really off the off the uh, beaten path here? Do you guys know Sid and Marty Croft? Uh, I'm curious to hear this now. Like this is this is interesting. You you never you didn't even know Land of the Lost. Nope. Oh, we gotta get we gotta get some we gotta get some of these for for Ezra to watch. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness, these are great. Well, I think this was an. I just looked it up. 1974 was the this t- TV series. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, they stayed on forever. They were they were around, you know, generations of like all my all my siblings and past there. And, and I know, you know, even my kids. So maybe you know, maybe it, it's just um, if that's I'm I'm shocked. But okay, that's this is very interesting. So it's okay. Uh, hey, I'm I'm for it. It looks. It looks very interesting. So, I mean, that would be something that talk about a, a revamp or let somebody watch something and be able to share it to more people. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be one for sure. Super cool. Really, we got we got to wow. get we got to get we got to get Ezra to watch Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Uh, yeah, now I have um I have some turtles. They're named my turtles are like almost thirty years old. Believe wow, do you believe okay. that? And they and they are they're named after. Sigmund's brothers. So yes, that um that that that's a it's pretty wild. It's they have a big following, and there's a convention. I mean, the convention is sold out, and it's it's in the Philadelphia Convention Center, already sold out. Um, almost like like its biggest Comic Con. Um, so it is it is a big IP, and it's it's pretty interesting because it's making a comeback, which is which is amazing. You know, it's unheard of. There's something like you thought it died. And now it's all coming back, which is which is which is cool. Okay, so that that was this is a stretch then, but I think. Well, it's cool. It, I mean, that's cool. Given right, yeah. yeah given right, and I imagine you would have a fun time with that. Absolutely, it looks like it. So I don't know. That that was a good one, Brian. I, I just, <laughs> totally didn't even. It's know hilarious. That. I'm dying. Um, okay, so my last one is a big one, and it would be one that it's worth us talking about for a couple minutes, Brian. This, and I'm kind of cheating because I'm going to throw everything into one, but it's one brand with a lot of sub things, and it's worth okay. talking about. Okay, this is. Warner Brothers. So we're talking about DC, Game of Thrones, Hanna-Barbera, which you know is Flintstones, Jetson, Yogi Bear, all that stuff. All of Looney Tunes, all of Middle Earth, okay, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, and the whole of the Wizarding World. McGilla Gorilla, too? Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. That's Hanna-Barbera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, you have the obvious, the the most glaring thing is the there would never be a way to 
get Harry Potter, you know, because they're actively building an epic universe, wizarding world. Oh, yeah, stuff. that could never happen. That could you never could happen. never get Harry Potter, but you could maybe peel some of the, like, if you could maybe convince Warner, like, you can't convince Warner Brothers to give up some stuff. Like, Disney wouldn't want Game of Thrones. Disney wouldn't want DC. Um, but Disney may want Scooby Doo. Or Scooby Doo. Or, or Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry would be a huge buy for Disney that would just be a couple characters out of that world. I think, you know, Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, there's that talk about a underutilized park idea, Lord of the Rings. I mean, having Middle Earth stuff, I mean, you don't want to put orcs in a Disney park that would, you know, I think that but it would, it would be cool. No, but yeah, you're right. But I, but yeah, but I mean like Middle the, Earth would be, I mean, yeah, I'm, Hobbit, a, I'm a big Lord of the Rings and, fan. Oh yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings. So me too. Have a Gandalf it, meet and greet or the, oh, the wizard. Man, uh, how cool would that be? totally uh just so cool so this is a huge one i mean a massive one here but again you disney couldn't assume warner brothers it's just i think it's like 20 something billion dollars so there are there are yeah so i know there's there's a park in pen another park in pennsylvania that has a lot of the looney tune characters but it's not a lot of the six flags have looney tunes yeah a lot of the six flags do too right yeah and there's and so but but like Middle Earth, like no one has gone there yet. I mean, yep. that is that could be so cool. Uh, you know what? It's probably one of the most read books of all time, right? I mean, you think about. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be um, up there. It, it's got to be up there, and and you know, Tom and Jerry, McGilla Gorilla, all of them. They're all they're all part of that thing. Um, well, because yeah. J.R. Tolkien's are wacky right. racers part of there too. Like I, I just I don't know that I could be this. You could actually open up a lot of ride possibilities too. I think the big thing about, you know, a lot of these IPs is, Hey, can I, can I, you, you think about the main parts, the main parts of a park or a ride, you know, a character, meet and greets, restaurants, um, you know, the, those kind of uh, shows. Yeah. So can all those things happen with these? Yes. Right. You're, Absolutely. You're, it's check, 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 check. Right. They're all done. Um, you could do that. You could have some really cool stuff. I could just imagine, um, what what you know what oh man like i even like the main street like you could have a main street and have like each store represent a different uh, of the major you know have a mcgilla gorilla pet shop you could have a um uh tom and jerry something like you could have everything and, and just all on the on their main street oh it could be so cool no, that's a yeah. great one that's a it's great a one. big one and I, again there would be some that, of course, Warner Brothers would never give up. Like they never give up the Harry Potter. They wouldn't give up Game of Thrones. They wouldn't. Disney wouldn't want DC. No, you don't want. But Batman. you can't mix. You like, can't mix. You can't mix those characters. Yeah, but like Hanna Barbera, Middle Earth, maybe Scooby Doo and Tom and Jerry, there could be a split deal to take, and those would be four huge categories of. Uh, so, and you're right, man. Like you know, Tolkien, he was born in 1892. So. There's, I mean, he's been around forever and his books and stories have been around for so long um, since, you know, I think the early thirties, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I mean, it's, that's a longstanding brand and and genre. And look at the movies. I mean, like the movies were so good. So they were so well done and they're still, they're rewatchable, which I love that about, about them. I, I could watch them again and again and again. And that those characters are, are are amazing. Like like it would be great to you know just to put them together and the meet and greets and 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Even the, even you could have some weird kind of Hobbit restaurants and, Oh, Oh, how cool would that be? Um, yes. I, I, yeah. I think that's a great one. That could be, that could be right now. My, my favorite choice at this point. Um, I really like this one a lot. I really yeah, do. I mean, that's, a, that's a really good one. Uh, it would be huge and you'd have to find exactly how to do it. I mean, it, you could spend a whole extra episode breaking down all of those brands and what would, what, how it would be beneficial to Disney. So, um, God, I even remember, do you remember, um, the Animaniacs? Yes. Animaniacs are great. Yeah. I mean, that was a, wasn't that, that was WB. Yeah. That was WB in nine, in the late nineties. I remember watching that. Um, so I don't know. There's just, there's a ton of stuff there that you could do with. And, and cause I think of Animaniacs, I think very similar to Chippendale, you know, and their shenanigans. I mean, it's kind of close. So, so Hanna-Barbera is owned by, so Hanna-Barbera is Scooby-Doo. Um, well, no, uh, it's, it's, um, Flintstones. It's It's the, what did you say? The wacky racers or whatever? Uh, yeah, Flintstones. Um, you have so the, the Jetsons, you have Yogi the Jetsons, Bear. Flintstones, Huckleberry Hound, yep. Top Cat, Yogi Bear, the Smurfs. Banana Splits, the Banana Splits, the Banana Splits are great. Oh, wow. This is, this is amazing. Um, All the Smurfs. Space Ghost, too. I forgot about Space Ghost. Yeah. Um, the Smurfs. Yeah. Wow. This could be that. This that could be something because you'd get you'd get people to come to the parks for those characters big time. Oh, the banana. Yeah, I didn't realize the banana splits were. Um, I'm looking at this at this Hanna Barbera, like, oh wow, this is just so. There's so many. <laughs> there's, there's so many, man. That's oh a, that's my a god! You you would you would. Oh wow. Yeah, that um, would be a huge one. I think you would, I mean, you wouldn't even need Looney Tunes when you have that. You know, Looney Tunes could stay in the Six Flags and other stuff. But even if you just bought Hanna-Barbera and Tom and Jerry and Scooby-Doo, if you just bought those three things and say you didn't even buy Middle Earth, even though that would be a huge opportunity wasted. But I mean, it's just, man, it would open Josie up. and the Pussycats. And, and, um, yep. Yep. And uh, Grape Ape. Oh my God! I'm looking. I'm looking at these. I'm like, I'm yeah. trying to remember what I, you know. I'm trying to remember what what these are. Like, oh, Grape Ape. Oh my God! I forgot about him. Um, th- oh, this is really cool. This could be really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's. That. Th- this could be. Let's. Let's get. Let's do this. We have to. We have to get it. We have to get them to. To really do this. Um, wow. I'm I'm like a little kid now reading looking at all these things. Um yes, that octopus guy, I forget his name. Yes, that that oh yeah. Okay, this is a this is a this is a this could be a winner. I have you know, I have I have something else, but it, it's nowhere near as good as this. This is this well, that is a was, really that was good my one. last one. Is that a good closer? <laughs> I think it's a good closer. It's a good closer. Well I had yeah, I there was there was two I was wavering with and and and, and I and I'll tell you what I you know, what were my my why I eliminated one. So one was, you know, it's a phenomenon. There's so many spinoffs of it, but I don't, again, I, I think this one would be a really far st- stretch for a Disney park is having a walking dead type of park or area because yeah, obviously there's yeah. enough, there's enough there episodes and characters, but the zombie stuff. And I don't think the kids would want, like, I just don't know if that's good for the kids. 
Yeah, that um, would be some a of the villains. Some of the villains. Yeah, like you can't have a Negan running around with a bat. Like I don't, I don't think that would be. That wouldn't really be. And you know, people would love to take a picture with him, but oh I just gosh. don't think that would yeah. be just what it represents. It would probably be not good. I mean, it it you know people would go to it, and you know it would be you know it would be popular, but I just yep. don't think that's going to fit the Disney. Model. It would so fit I, Disney. Yeah, no, but, yeah. so I skipped that. So my next one was this, and it's because again, it's another phenomenon. It's another thing that's gone. Um, but it might be a little bit too boring. Now, this was, it's Yellowstone. Now, Yellowstone is big now. Mm, There's yeah. spinoffs, um, great characters. So it would be more of a Wild West City type of thing where there, you'd have that, you know, you'd have the characters and the cowboys and the and the animals and, the and, and you know, and you could have mm. that. And, um, you know, obviously a good steak restaurant and, and um, all that kind of stuff. So you could do that and have some cool rides. Um, again, I'm, wor- I'm worried that it would, would have a, a longer term appeal. Short term, it would be good. It, 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 you know, it would be beautiful and they would, they could probably make it up really well and it wouldn't cost a heck of a lot to do. Um, but it, it's not anywhere near Hanna-Barbera, which to me <laughs> is, well, like, like forget Warner Brothers. I, I'm telling you, Hanna-Barbera is the way, the way to go. I'm like, I'm thinking about this now, the I'm I'm putting my imagineering hat on, even though I'm not an imagineer. Uh, I want to be one, but I, I've never, you know, I've always wanted to. Um, but um, I'm putting my. You give me this canvas of, here you go. There's 500 characters, right? And you do mm, something yeah. with this, you'll be like, God, I'm I'm on my way. Let me go do it. Let me. I can't wait to do this. And that's what you could have. You could have so much fun putting yeah. together a park, and you know. And again, this going back to you know Sid and Marty Croft or 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 Fat Albert and the and yes, it transcends age groups, but the young kids are still watching this stuff. You know, they, again, these it's amazing how you turn on these channel, these cartoon channels, and it's the old stuff from the '60s and like you know Tom and Jerry's, yeah, way older yeah. than me, right? And that's been around forever, but yeah. it's still popular. You know, it's still popular. Um, Scooby Doo. I mean, that's been on forever. So that, that I think, this is great. McGilla Gorilla. There you go. Uh, Huckleberry yeah. Hound. Um, Yogi Bear. Right. They, that's these so are you classics. The question to, to to wrestle with is: Do you think that Warner Brothers would ever sell those to Disney? Well, what are they doing with them now? It, I mean, that's a that is a great question. That would be my rebuttal. Would you want to see these brands that you've helped create? Go into new, you know. I think they would. I think you'd have to do. You'd have to make Snagglepuss. Um, there's. You'd have to make some concessions and say, listen, okay, you know, we want the IP. We'll take eighty percent, and you can still keep twenty, and you could, you could just reap the benefits because they're not. You can't. They're not going to walk away from the the money that's going to happen. The Great Gazoo. Yeah. There's. Oh my goodness, you could have so many things. Um. Yeah, it, this is this is a that's a this is the way to go. I mean, I I can't, uh, I I just I wouldn't. I, there's nothing else that we've talked about today could, that could beat this. Now you know again, you know I would want, I'd love to see um, a South Park land. I think that would be the coolest thing in the world. I'd love to see Godzilla, but I think Godzilla would have been a very good choice. It's not even a good choice anymore when you think about Hanna Barbera. Don't don't forget about Quick Draw McGraw. Quick Draw McGraw. Um, 
Yeah, you know, and it's funny because I even thought about having a. We talk about Crick, Crick Drummer Drug because Crick Drummer Drug was a, uh, there was a wrestler who named himself after that cartoon. Um, uh, you know, having a, a WWE or a world, you know, a wrestling land where you would yeah. have you would have things like that. Little kids wrestle each other. You know, yeah, or, or <laughs> but you have rides based after you know maybe after the Rock or the Hulk Hogan or I, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I just went to Hulk Hogan's store when I was in Florida, and I, I just could not believe the popularity of that place. And he has a bar and a restaurant, and it, they're they're packed. And so obviously, there's wrestling is is another has a, a humongous, immense following. Yeah, yeah. But again, I don't think that would be a land. You know, again, our buddy Rusty right. might might come to me and say like, "Hey, Brian, you're wrong. We could have a we could have a a wrestling land." And you probably could in a way. But you could also have some of these other lands too. It's just a matter of would it fit the right theme, and would all would all the Disney people want to go to these other lands? You know, they would say like, you know, like nowadays. This is a very interesting. You know, again, why this topic is so cool, Evan, is think about this. We've had these discussions where people say, you know. Hollywood Studios is a half a day park, or Animal Kingdom is a half a day park. I'm not going to go. I, I'm, I'm on my trip this year. This year, I'm not going to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Well, we wouldn't want this to be a park that, like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to uh, the Walking Dead park this year because my kids are going to be too scared, so they wouldn't go. Or I'm not going to go to Peppa Pig because my kids are too old, right? But Hanna Barbera, eh, I think you could probably transcend all ages because the parents would like it as just as much as the kids, maybe even more. Right. Um, so I think that's a cool one. And I think that, and, and again, another thing to think about, would this work in the overseas parks? So like if we get Hanna-Barbera, it would work, right? In other parks. It would work in Shanghai. It work in, oh, yeah. They, they love it. Like Godzilla would work in Tokyo. Is it going to work in France? No, it's not going to work in France. So, but France, would, would, these char- would these cartoons work there? Yes, they would. So that's what you think about. Like if I'm, again, I'm a Disney executive, I'm spending all this money. It better not only, it's not only going to, only to work in Walt Disney World. It's going to work all over, you know, all over the parks. You buy an IP, like Star Wars, it went to every park, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, has Avatar? No, which is an interesting one because Avatar right. has not done that. But Star Wars has gone to every park and in some way or fashion. And that's cool about it. So I think this would be one that could do that. They would. So as a Disney executive, I could say, listen, I have all these parks and each one will benefit by this acquisition. Let's do it. Right. Yep. That's yep. so this is great. I, I, I am v- going to be very interested to hear what our what our listeners have to say about this. You know what what they think, you know, hey, hey. hey you know, and and feel feel free to say, hey Brian, you're stupid. What what are you even thinking about bringing up something about Bill Cosby? You know, he's he's cancel culture. Well, yeah, again, but that doesn't mean the Fat Albert and the kids are. They if you ever watch sure. one of those Fat yeah, Albert yeah. things, right? It, it's it's a very very well done stuff. You know, this was not, but um, but yeah, we couldn't we couldn't possibly do that with with having him as you know <laughs> the Cosby kids. Like you, you couldn't do that. It just wouldn't work. So you couldn't do that. And Walking Dead, you couldn't do that. Even Yellowstone. While it could be very beautiful, it might be boring. It might be boring. But Hanna-Barbera, and again, I'm sorry to Evan, what, I'm taking yours and, and, and editing it because Warner Brothers is great. But <laughs> Hanna, Hanna-Barbera is where it's at. Like, that's, this is gold. Well, this that is, is Warner gold. Brothers. They own them. It is, it is. But I'm saying, but that part of Warner I Brothers. I got you. I got you. That's gold. 
that's gold right now. So um, um, this is great. Great episode. This is a lot of fun. I love this stuff. Good. So that um, that's my closing thought too. I mean, great, great topics, great discussion. Um, just, I, I want to hear what the Spoonies have to say about it. So Spoonies, please keep the conversation going in Facebook on our group. This is where this topic came from, where some of you have even commented on. So now we've made it an episode and we can keep the conversation going. So a spoonful of podcast, Spoonie Nation. Let's let's talk about this topic more because it's a good one to discuss. Also on Instagram and Twitter, you can email us info at a spoonful of Please also don't forget to rate and review our show wherever you listen. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization. I want to give a big thank you shout out to my good friends Brian and Evan and everybody at the Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you, Spoonful of Podcasts. Yes, we do. Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you. Spoonful of Podcasts. It's true. Spoonful of Podcasts. We love you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah! We love you, Bob. Thank you so much. I love you, kids.